Hello everybody, welcome to Knock It Off. This is Kara Wood. I'm one of two sisters behind this thing that's named after our dad's go-to phrase when he was pushing the bounds. No, wait, when we were pushing the bounds of his patience. I'm a little tired today. It's been a long, long week. So uh, I'm just going to go straight into the piece. This week's piece is one of my favorite types, and it's written by my sister and myself, and it's a, it's a story that talks all about our childhood and part of our upbringing. So without further ado, here it is. What is it with your family and Stangs? How one woman's dream car morphed into a Mustang ranch. As early as when we were young girls, we recall our mother having an affinity for the snazzy sports coupe that is the Ford Mustang. Where did this arduous love of all subjects staying develop? We must travel back in time to the suburban town of Aurora, Colorado in the year 1976. At this time, our mom had a friend that lived down the road named Kenny. Kenny had a 1966 Ford Mustang that was a sleek green. Mom loved that car. She, by measure of lesser luck, received her first vehicle, a 1971 AMC Gremlin, black with chrome wheels. Not nearly as cool, in her words. In case you are wondering, no, American Motors Corporation is no longer a car-making company. They were absorbed by Chrysler in 1987, apparently due to financial troubles and looming bankruptcy. Perhaps if they sold cooler cars. Mom did receive the opportunity to ride passenger in the green Stang. One year, while they were in college, Kenny asked her to a movie. Mom was already spoken for. Dad, we got you. So she told Kenny she would go with him as friends to secure a ride in the most far-out car of all time. Fast forward to 1998, where our family had temporarily settled in Ridgecrest, California. Our parents had both preserved vehicles from their beginnings together. They owned a 1982 Ford Escort and a 1978 Ford F-150 truck, that both made the journeys from Denver, Colorado, to Yuma, Arizona, to Boise, Idaho, to Ridgecrest, California, as we navigated the family relocations of career. They drove these cars down to rust. Believe us. Dad is a supporter of the American-made vehicle. He grew up in Detroit, Michigan, with the fame and influence of Woodward Avenue and the surrounding car manufacturing cultures and companies. Woodward was and still is the main drag in Detroit. He and his buddy used to lay out in the backyard at night, nestled in their sleeping bags, and listen to those American muscle cars drag race. We like to picture this scene similar to the boys' sleepover in the Sandlot. Too bad they didn't have their own treehouse to check out the cars racing behind them. In 1998, our childhood recollection is that, seemingly out of the blue, our parents were in the position to purchase our mother her dream car, a 1996 moonlight blue Ford Mustang of her very own, the family's first fun car. 
They traveled the highway to Lancaster, California to obtain her coveted, used, baby, handed over $4,200, and cruised it home to the desert. Bethany remembers her mother pulling the fresh wheels up to the curb of her best friend Alicia's house and gawking that her mom could actually look cool. Our parents thought it important for all of their children to learn to drive a standard transmission, or stick shift. Kara was the first to experience this challenge in the new Mustang, which we lovingly named the Road Warrior. Mom gathered Kara, Bethany, and Alicia into the car and drove to the dirt roads of the desert behind our old home. There, Kara persevered through two insanely giggly tweens riding second fiddle as she painfully stalled the engine time and time again while learning the proper amount of force to apply to the gas lever as one releases the clutch. At one point, our usually level-headed mother exclaimed, Kara, you're going to burn out my starter! The Road Warrior withstood the trials in teenage driving and, a year later, the 2,000-mile journey across the country when our family moved to Florida. When it came time for Kara to obtain her driver's license, our parents gifted her with the privilege of operating the Stang to and from high school, of course with the stipulation she would be toting her younger sibling along with her, and with the understanding that it was still very much mom's car. We fondly recall taking the Stang through the McDonald's drive through line four out of five school days. There, Jason C. would always meet us with his beat-up red truck. His goal was to be immediately ahead of or behind us. This way, he'd be able to gently nudge the warrior, bumper car style, until we scream for him to stop. A game of chicken, but with vehicles. We'd then enter the asphalt lot of the high school gymnasium parking lot fashionably late, called tardy in school, only to breeze through the gate to the dirt lot, declaring, Road Warrior! We barreled past the various potholes and dirt patches to land the Mustang in its proper stall. We probably exchanged a word over who stole whose blue jean skirt. Jackability? Hi. Just prior to straightening our lace bottom tank tops from Hollister, over our two sizes too small collared polos from Abercrombie & Fitch, and strolling to first period. Somehow, Mom never did seriously question our spotty records with showing up on time when report cards rolled out. I don't know, the computer must have been messed up. Yes, she bought this, or at least decided not to push it further. As Kara approached the college years, it became clear that the Road Warrior would not cut it anymore as a shared family vehicle. That's when Mom got a brand spanking new Stang, also blue, that was aptly called New Blue. It was settled. Kara would drive the Road Warrior onto Tallahassee, the home of Florida State University. She wasn't thrilled, but there were far worse options. She rolled with it. One random weekend day close in time to Kara graduating, Mom and Dad disappeared for hours with the Road Warrior. This was irritating because we were stuck at home, but also, how dare they do something, alone, and where were they? When the couple arrived home, Dad stormed inside, obviously mad. He explained that the Road Warrior was an absolute disaster. McDonald's bags, maybe? 
and demanded that Kara go outside and muck it out immediately. Man, was Kara mad. Not only had her rents taken away a whole Saturday without explanation, but now they were demanding child labor due to a minor trash infraction. She stormed outside, ready to shop back the warrior enough to get Dad off her back. But when she turned the corner and looked into the driveway, a brand new red Mustang awaited her. Our parents had done the unthinkable, something we never thought possible. That day will forever hold a special place in Kara's bank of fondest memories. Because the red Stang had a gold stripe on the bottom, one of FSU's signature colors, and was headed to Tallahassee, she was immediately named Tally. Once Kara had graduated and galloped off to college in Tally, Bethany inherited the Road Warrior. Two years of joyous memories together ensued before Bethany was gifted with a new 2004 Ford Mustang of her own, lovingly named Charky after the beautiful gray hue of the vehicle. Mustang number four had arrived. She was elated to receive this generous gift from her parents and knew that the possibility had been paved by her big sister as her parents were big believers in equal investments in each child. Our younger sister, Jennifer, inherited the Road Warrior next. By this juncture, the original Mustang was likely pushing 150,000 miles and still kicking. Following Jenny's graduation from high school, she was gifted with a 2006 white Mustang, affectionately named White Knight. At this point, the family count of Ford Mustangs had risen to a total of five. By pure happenstance, our parents' home had a wide-span driveway that could reasonably fit three vehicles side-to-side in the back, if properly backed in, and two in the front. Our father spent many a moment with his daughters and their vehicles in the front yard, instructing us how to perform this feat. There may have been a grounding or two over running over the grass haphazardly and then feigning ignorance of the infraction. When Kara was dating her now husband, Tyler, he brought the family some news. He too would be purchasing a black, a 2006 Mustang that would later be named Black Stallion. The family exchanged glances that conveyed the sentiment, this must be serious. This topic was discussed during the speech Bethany gave to Kara and Tyler at their wedding. There were holidays when the family had five Mustangs backed into the driveway of our parents' house and one on the curb. One neighbor called it the Mustang Ranch. Adding further comedic value, Bethany's high school bestie, Moo, would frequently visit in her bitchin' special edition Mustang Bullet, which added beautifully to the mystery of the ranch. Beyond the surface of shiny new vehicles, our family knew that what mattered most to our parents was a vehicle that got us safely to school and back home. A car they wouldn't be concerned about us driving. A mode of transportation they felt good about supporting. At some point, the purchase of a new Mustang every two years had come to a close, much to the dismay of our local car dealership. However, they were not to despair. When it came time for our younger brother to graduate, His gift broke the Mustang, but not the Ford streak. A 2009 F-150. A truck. All good and somewhat odd things must come to an end. 
the Road Warrior was eventually sold with 172,800 miles on it and having lived through four teens learning to drive a manual transmission. We do believe each of us shed a sentimental tear over the loss. Kara still vividly remembers teaching our little brother Scott how to drive that thing in the parking lot of his former elementary school. Over time, each subsequent Mustang quietly trotted off to new owners as we began adulting and procreating, trading in our gallant stallions for eight-seater spawn transporters. We will always remember the days of the Mustang Ranch. Those cars were our companions throughout a cross-country move and the insecurities of adolescence. They transported us to our SATs and football and soccer playoff games. They were present for us to sit in for a moment when we didn't feel like facing the outside world. They played our punk rock blasts and boy band ballads and rap songs in the suburbs without judgment. They got us home before curfew, usually, and gave frequent rides to our best friends and let us go when it was our time to leave. They were unconditional in their presence, determined in their reliability. There were deeply intimate moments of only the car, us, and God riding shotgun, or was that vice versa? And for that, we will forever have a nostalgic affinity for the classic car that is the Ford Mustang. Postscript to the reader. In a peculiar twist of irony, Bethany finds herself without her usual mode of transportation at present moment due to a debacle with her vehicle being detained in a parking garage. As a result, she obtained a weekly rental Chevy Malibu from her local company. Upon further observation, she noted a masked smoke smell in the vehicle, so when the new week rolled around, she requested to change the car out for a similar rental. Upon her arrival at the counter, the kind gentleman asked her if she would like the sleek, green, two-door sports car, Dodge Charger, or the practical four-door Navy subcompact SUV, Kia Soul. She provided the proper amount of consideration before declining any morsel of coolness in this season of life and selected the Kia for the children. As she drove away in the cube, grateful for a vehicle, she also couldn't help but chuckle as to the parallels to her mother's first car story. There are times of green envy and times of connecting car seats, times for noisy gremlins and times for smooth sailing Mustangs. Times to be grateful we simply have a vehicle and times to celebrate that first fun car. It's these paradoxes of living that allow for the unpredictable moments of pure elation. All right, that's it for this week. Thank you all so much for listening. And uh, if you want a really cool picture of our mom with her first car, check out the written post at knockitoff.substack.com. We also have a sweet pic of three of the five Mustangs all lined up in the driveway, properly backed in, red, white, and blue with the American flag going. I mean, it was just so legit. So check that out. Also, make sure you're subscribing so you don't miss a thing. Knockitoff.substack.com, and we really appreciate your support. Thanks for listening.